The date is Thursday, March the 10th, 2022. Coming at you live from the Milan International Airport. This is Human Hope Episode 22. Y'all ready for this? Come on. What is going on, Human Hope listeners? Welcome to episode 49. If I sound a little bit more subdued in this intro, it is because I'm actually recording this in front of 37 strangers in front of my gate here at the Milan International Airport. We are on our way back from Italy to America, and I thought I would do something a little bit different for this podcast. I asked the family before the trip, I said, hey, would you guys mind on the way home, like maybe in the car, if we could actually um, record a podcast about our international travel. And they said yes. And so we actually recorded a conversation on the motorway as we were driving here to the airport after seven days. And what this conversation is going to be about, it's not just about our Italy trip. I know a lot of you have the desire to travel with your kids and to travel internationally. And we've done this when when we had zero dollars, we had when we had a few dollars, and we don't have a lot of dollars now, but we have more dollars than we have had before. And so, just to let you guys know that it is possible. Uh, so, the first half of the podcast is more about just traveling in general, how we've done it as a family, how you guys can do it as a family. We asked our kids a bunch of questions about their experiences as, as they've traveled with us as well. Um, but then the second half of the conversation, maybe the, the last third of the conversation, deals more specifically with Italy. So if you're wanting to listen to just Italy-specific content, you can fast forward to the end of the podcast and you'll have a lot more of that conversation there. So that is what this podcast is going to be today. I've never done anything like this before. Um, again, remember, I'm just passing. we were just passing a microphone around in the car. Um, so if things feel a little chaotic, it's because I was driving through city streets um, next to this beautiful lake in this village, and we almost got hit a couple times. <laughs> I was not recording the podcast. Heather was. But anyway, it was a little chaotic. Hopefully, you guys can feel the essence of that in this conversation. Hopefully, you guys enjoy. This is episode 49 of the Human Hope Podcast, and I hope that this gives you a little hope that you can travel as well and that you know that the world will soon open up again. Enjoy the conversation. Here you go. From Little Town on a lake in Italy, Carlos is driving a manual and there's a cute man walking two collies on this tiny village road. We are in Italy. Welcome to the Human Hope Podcast. Yeah. Okay, guys. So the family's in the car. We're in a little, uh, we used to be in a Fiat. It sounded a lot cooler to say we're in a Fiat in Italy, but we're in a Jeep, Renegade in Italy, which isn't near as cool. Um, but what I want to do, what I wanted to do is we just had so many questions about not just this trip, but uh, for those of you that don't know, we have been in um, in Italy traveling as a family and we get a lot of questions about our travels. Now, Heather and I have done a travel one before, but we've never had the kids in the car to talk about travel. So Heather, why don't you ask the kids just some questions about our trips and you know what it's been like to travel um, as they've been growing up? Because I think a lot of people want to do that. Absolutely. I would love each kid to go around and tell them their, or tell the podcast, what your favorite trip was and why. Hey, everybody. Um, for me, my favorite trip would probably be Africa because it was just so much fun and life-changing. And I always think about that trip when I get asked my favorite trip. 
That's good. So it was not only something new that you saw, but you actually like were involved, right? When you say life changing, what I I know what you mean, but is that what you're kind of communicating? What? Like <laughs> the people, like you got involved with stories and life there. And that's why it probably was a little more meaningful than others, correct? Sure, yeah. So what what part of the what, <laughs> what what part of the Africa trip exactly was life changing? For me, it probably was um oh that's a good question. Well, honestly, the safari, I know that's not what people were thinking, but like yep. it was. I loved the safari so much and having monkeys crawl around our little tent while we sleep. You screamed. Yeah, I got over my fear, life-changing. <laughs> and then I really, obviously, just hanging out with all the people, getting to know them and their stories. Hey, can we talk about where your monkey fear began? Um, it began in <laughs> Hong Kong when we went, when I was probably 11 years old, I think, or 12. Mm-hmm. And mom decided to carry around snacks and bananas when we went on a little <laughs> monkey walk and all the monkeys started to attack us. It actually was quite It scary. was really terrifying. So they now were I'm like forever those, like, scared of them. Those like circus monkeys that like. So before we go to Losai, can we talk about, you know, it, it may sound like, oh my gosh, they've been in Hong Kong. They're in Italy. They're, but it always just hasn't been like this bougie travel. Sayana. How did you get to go to Hong Kong? I flew with my parents. Oh my gosh. <laughs> For the record, class. we did not fly <laughs> first class. For the record, we went to the Disney one. and stayed at Ritz Carlton and She's had lying. a little driver drive us around. No, I'm kidding. I had to sell cookies to save up money. Yeah. So you were ticket. 11, and we gave the entire family, all the kids, the option. Carlos was having a work job. And, um, and we gave everyone the option if they wanted to go to Hong Kong, they were uh, responsible for half the ticket. And we only had one taker. And so, Hala, oh, yeah. why don't, don't you talk, why don't you talk, talk about, about that? I don't want to talk about it. Also, guys, I don't sound like this at all, really. I just have a little cold. Not COVID. Um, not COVID. Not COVID. We no, did we have took a the COVID test, test yesterday. yesterday. We are all very nervous about it. We're on our way to the airport right now. Yep, we're flying to America. I'm fine. Anyway, what was the question? When I gave you the option to so, go to Hong um, Kong and you had to pay half your ticket, what was your response? I don't remember. Did I you just, go to Hong Kong? I didn't go to Hong Kong, but then about, I don't know, two days later, no, I... It was... Like a oh, week before the trip. A week before the trip, I regretted my decision and I couldn't raise $400 in six days. Oh, $600. You're right. You As a, how old was I? Like You're a 13 year 13. old. And what'd you do when we left? Um, I cried. You know why I cried though. It's because my family decided to betray me and go to Disneyland and not tell <laughs> me about that in the first place. There was no betrayal. So... I was left in Brentwood, Tennessee. And we my sister and my parents to went Disney. to Hong Kong. Yep. Disney. And yeah, it was true. And we I had the best time by myself. All right. What's your favorite um, experience in travel? You know, I I think everyone would probably say Africa. Right. Just because our entire family is kind of affected in the whole thing. 
And I agree with like 90% of what Sayana said about the Africa trip. What's that? I don't know. I was just trying to not be 100%. Um, but I would say for the people, Africa, but I'm also such a, I, I love landscapes and I love the beauty right. of the world. And so like, when I think of like the difference, like I would think, honestly, when we went to the Dolomites here in Italy, just a like, few days ago, just a few days ago, I could not stop weeping because it was just so like, it was glorious like there was no other word to describe it because yeah. like i didn't oh i did majestic i think that's a better word anyway yeah. um because there's no other word to like you didn't have words when you were up there like you didn't know these mountains existed right? like they, they were, were so grand grand and gigantic that you look like an ant next to them and like like there are mountains in the states that like blow your mind away like the Tetons or other mountains, Glacier, like those are stunning mountains, but compared to the ones we drove through, like you're flabbergasted, right. honestly, of just like the beauty and the boldness of them. Um, and so like, I would say landscape-wise that, but I also loved our France trip that we took in the beginning of 2020 for some reason. I just think it was like a, it was a, we got tickets for $250 to Paris. <laughs> it was, it was were, special. Like, the I, yeah, I think it was very refreshing for me. Nice. Losaya, you ready? Uh-huh, I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So looking back, you actually started your life in a different country. So you win on all of our travel because yeah. you were the youngest traveler um, of us all. Tell me what is, when I say one, two, three, when I ask this question, I just want the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? What is your favorite thing you've ever eaten out of the country? Oh, the food in um, Paris and France and everything. Mm, which, was there a specific meal that you loved the most? No, just the food. <laughs> just the food. Oh, yeah, every morning in... In France, me and mom would get up and go to a certain bakery and get Lord the same God. thing every time. What would you order? I would get a thingamabob. I forget what it's called. Well, I would get a croissant because they are delicious. And Losaya would get a gigantic macaroon. Mom Lovely. would get one too. She can't. One last thing, Losaya. Okay, so I, I hear you and you're like, yeah, it's just different, you know, when I was little versus now. What, what is the biggest difference between when you were little and we dragged you around on these trips and now, probably since Paris, um, you've been to Paris, you've been to Italy. Um, oh, yeah, Beijing. So when you got older, maybe talk talk to them about, you know, yeah, your kids, because there's some people that are listening to this with little kids and you went on these trips <laughs> when you were little versus bigger. What's the difference when, um, when you were little versus bigger? Um, when I was little, I guess I... Just thought that was normal, like to see all the things I saw. Like I just thought that was. It just felt like going to Target. Yeah, it wasn't like if I would go to like Paris. No, that makes sense. Yeah. It felt like I was just like that was just normal going in there, which is really weird to say that. But. And as you got older, you realized how rare and unique this type well, of yeah. life is. Well, yeah, because. 
I realize how like my friends don't go to the, all those crazy places right, and right. everything like that. They don't just last minute trip to <laughs> Hawaii, you know. Um, but yeah. which you just did. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said that. Awesome. Those are great answers. And I think um, going back, circling back to where I was going, um, I know it could be really easy to say, oh, it must be nice to live that kind of life or if only my life was this way. And I would like to say we have lived at all different ranges. Well, actually, we haven't lived in um, very wealthy um, income, but we have had times where we literally had zero dollars and yet we still traveled. And so sometimes it looks different. Sometimes we would roll the dice and be in our local town and drive. Um, like if the dice rolled a two and a three, we'd drive 23 miles um, in a certain direction and explore. So our exploring wasn't limited to different countries. What our exploring is birthed out of is me loving experiencing and learning something new and obviously different cultures in different countries um you know the amount of newness is just an, in abundance but yet also when we drive 23 miles outside of our city walls or a city circle where we do life in it really does change there are people doing things and acting different than we do and so i love being able to go and see an experience and that is you know, the key of why we travel for us. We're going to get back to some more of the travel conversation with me, Familia, answer some of your questions as well on international travel with family or in Italy or Europe specifically in just a second. But I do want to take just a minute and talk about some of our show sponsors that help partner with Human Hope and make this thing happen. The first one, it is Chime. You guys know how much I love Chime and what they are is a better checking account with no monthly fees. Chime is an award-winning app and debit card that has no overdraft fees, no foreign transaction fees, monthly fees, or service fees. They got over 60,000 fee-free in-network ATMs at many locations like most Walgreens, 7-Elevens, CVSs, and you can access your money when you need it and where you need it. This is what I need you to do. Go to chime.com slash human hope. That is chime.com slash human hope. And you can join over 10 million people using Chime. Sign up takes only about two minutes and it does not affect your credit score. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bank Corp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Get fee-free transactions at any MoneyPass ATM in a 7-Eleven location and at all Allpoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATMs. Otherwise, out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Sometimes pay anyone instant transfers can be delayed. The recipient must use a valid debit card or be a Chime member to claim funds. Now, I never thought I would say this, but truly, I can't wait to get home from Italy so that I can eat my Green Chef. Green Chef is a certified meal kit company that makes me love to cook, okay? It makes cooking easy. You can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. Green Chef's pre-made sauces, okay? Pre-measured sauces that taste so good. Um, they, they give me that chef-curated flavor in less time. I get to avoid the long lines at the grocery store. And literally, Green Chef has meals waiting for me at home and my family when we get home. My family loves them as well. So if you're busy, 
This is a great way for you to feed your family. This is how you guys can jump on board. Head to greenchef.com slash humanhope130, okay? And use the code humanhope130 to get, get it, $130 off plus free shipping. Don't ever tell me I don't do nothing. That's 130 bucks off for you guys. Please head to greenchef.com slash humanhope130. We are currently getting lost in a small village. Everyone's walking around us. We are in a one lane going underneath this bridge that has ivy hanging down. It has a rounded, beautiful top. We're getting slightly lost. It's delightful. Uh, okay, so you're wanting me to drive up this road with a stick shift and continue this conversation. I'm holding the mic for you. Okay, so, um, so honestly, like, when it comes to traveling with little kids, um, we have we do have an entire podcast that we did in Alaska um, on our on our travels, and I'll I'll find the exact podcast number and insert it in here. Okay, so now let's get a little bit more specific with um, just like what we bring. A lot of people were were freaked out that we just brought carry ons. Now we did just bring carry ons, but we did check all the bags, and so um, but there's five of us, and we just rented little cars. So we're, we're literally driving around. Everyone has one carry-on suitcase. Um, how, I, I don't know. I don't understand people that, that bring large, large bags, you know, like, like my mom um, or why that's necessary. But how, how do you do that, baby? Like, how do you travel with literally, t- oh, is Sianna going to talk here? Oh, no. Uh, with, with just a carry-on. Well, last year we went to, no, two years ago before COVID, we went to France and we could barely fit our suitcases in the car. We had to get a different car because they're just so small here. So I knew going in, I told everyone, you get your carry-on, that's it. Um, We have some overpackers in the family. We have some underpackers in the family. So we tried to meet in the middle. I... um, do not. People are asking me, you know, what's your packing list for your kids? I don't tell them anything. They literally are on their own. And um, they've been on their own for a while. So, Hala, what? did you overpack or underpack? I think, well, I overpacked by two pants. Two pants? So it wasn't awful. I How many pairs of shoes did you bring? One. That was impressive. It's my Blundstones, guys. They're my favorite She loves shoes. her Blundstones. If you need this a good pair sponsored. of shoes, Blundstones. There you go. Sayana. Wait, stop. Okay. You, literally, you literally just brought one Yeah, she only shoes. brought and one pair I of shoes. And then I forgot my slippers in one of the Airbnb. So technically, I brought two shoes, but they're slippers, so you they don't You left your slippers really someplace? Yeah. No, my they're not. No, they're not. Oh, my gosh. She's trying to get me in trouble for they're something like I didn't do. No. <gasps> I did so, Hila, you lost my boots? Anyway, it's Hannah's turn. Oh my gosh. Sayana, did you overpack or underpack? Okay, I think everyone's going to say that I overpacked. Okay. All of my clothes just want to fit in my suitcase. Oh. I didn't overpack because I used like mostly everything and I had some buffer items, but. What my does a buffer just item mean? Some, it means she overpacked, but she's I, not. <laughs> no, I, what just, I had some item? struggles closing my suitcase. Like you had to have like, daddy sit on your suitcase? And half of my clothes are in mom's suitcase now. So you overpacked. What did you no. not use, baby? 
I brought three pairs of jeans and I didn't wear one. <laughs> okay. And jeans are bulky. And I brought a big sweater that I didn't wear. Okay. Also, don't bring your Doc Martens to other countries no, because you will not wear them. Losiah, we all know that you underpacked. Hi. <laughs> Was there anything you wish you had more of? No, I don't think I over or underpacked. You were... I think I packed just right. Can you let everybody know who helped you? Well... You know, I was at work, so I didn't have time to pack. So I had some help from my mom. Babe, do you feel like you overpacked or underpacked? I definitely um, overpacked. I'm a a big just, listen, I want to wear a pair of pants and um, a hoodie. So I brought two hoodies, which was probably good because you ended up wearing one of my hoodies. Um, But... um, yeah, I would say I would. I, I ended up with some jeans that I didn't wear. I, I ended up with my uh, Timberlands that basically have a nail going through the bottom of them, so I couldn't even wear them. So all all I wore were my Nikes uh, Air Force Ones this entire um, this entire trip. That's really unfortunate because your Timberlands are a bulky item. And yes, when we were in LA or not LA, um, New York on our layover, we discovered. Um, Carlos thought he had a pebble in his boot and he reached in there and it was a nail and it was so stuck in there there was no way to get it out like or you're going to have to use a tool um, okay so here, here's a question what is the one thing that you cannot travel without oh, like, like, like like you have to you have to travel with it okay Heather's going to start the thing that I pack no matter what that I cannot live without especially when I travel overseas is a pillow. I don't bring oh, a gigantic yeah. one, but yes. my pillow. Yes, you do. <laughs> I mean, it's not like a king size. It's it's a small one that kind of squish um, its feathers, so it squishes. But it literally is life changing for me when I am in a hotel, um, especially when I travel to like Africa or places where I don't know where I'm sleeping. To have my comfortable pillow is like having my bed with me. I throw it in the washer when I get home. It is 100% non-negotiable. Um, so, Hela, what is the one thing that you have to have when you travel? Like, like this is just a go-to. You gotta, you gotta have it. Um. Well, it's. I think through different seasons it switches. Like, I I usually need like shoes, and. <laughs> well, baby, everybody needs shoes Close. when they travel. <laughs> No, it was just a joke. Anyway, um, so I want to stop. Can you re-ask the question? Wow. What do you have to have when you travel? Is there anything? I I want my pillow. doesn't need anything. What do you need? So Hala needs her camera. Her camera. Okay, that's a good one. Sayana. Actually, ask Sayana what's the one thing Sayana needs when she travels. When she travels. Lasaya, what's the one thing Sayana needs when she travels? Right now, it's probably her neck pillow. Yes. Her neck pillow. Yeah, Sayana, talk to us about that thing. The apple doesn't fall so far from the tree. So I would have personally choose this item <laughs> for myself, <laughs> but it really has changed my life in the past wow. week. Um, my <laughs> Noah's mom got me this neck pillow. Who's for- Noah? Uh, my boyfriend's mom got me this neck pillow. We were supposed to go to London in January. We're going in July, but 
It was for our flight, and so I've been using it, and it's like you're just sleeping on a cloud. Do you know the name of it for people? No, I don't. We will figure it out. Can you explain why it's like sleeping on a cloud? It's not like a regular neck pillow. It, like, holds your head almost, like, up. It feels like you're leaning on, like, God's shoulder. Wow. (laughs) That's impressive. Okay. But that's not my answer. Oh, what is your answer? I wouldn't travel without... I, I could travel without this. I would say an eye mask, a portable charger. Okay, it's more than one. <laughs> I have a couple more. Um, my skincare routine <laughs> and um, uh, that's it. Yes, Sayana, um, as we've already discovered, overpacks. So she has three necessities. Um, I will actually echo her with the importance of an eye mask when you travel because honestly there are many times like last night babe did you have that light in our eye all night long oh it drove me nuts but no but i saw that you closed the um, i actually didn't do that no maybe Lisa. i don't know um so carlos what is the one thing that you have to have um okay so my mine's gonna be you're gonna be like duh but it, it, it is it is actually the um, half a gig of high speed data that I purchase every single day while I'm out and about. So obviously like Wi-Fi is readily available everywhere you go, but um, it's not in some places. And you, I end up using about 500 megabytes of high speed data every single um, every single day. Sometimes you can purchase more, but it's ten dollars a day on Verizon. I don't know what your plan is. Uh, that you have your international plan, but that's uh, that seems about about normal for everybody. Um, so that's that's the one thing that I do. Oh, I will add this: if you're going to drive when you when you travel overseas, which we do a lot of, um, I think we did everywhere. Actually, Carlos and I drove in South Africa. Um, yeah. So so here here's the deal. All of that to say, none of that was about renting a car. Um, about driving, actually, it's about renting a car. This is actually the first trip that I that I purchased the like full, it actually doubled the price of the rental. Um, but I, I got the full coverage um, and it was the first trip we needed it. <laughs> and so, you know, insurance is that thing where you don't need it until you do. And um, we definitely needed it. So, you know, I ended up getting a flat tire in Florence by hitting, by hitting the curb. And um, <laughs> and Sayana is the only family member that stayed in the car while I changed the tire outside and she just rested on her God shouldered neck pillow. Um, and, and I ended up not like I, I drove the car to a local Hertz location and they just gave me a brand new car. Uh, they didn't even, you know, blink. And so that was pretty cool. Thankfully, nothing worse than that has ever happened as we've been driving, but that's one thing that we, um, we've always done. We've just kind of always, always driven. We do carry on bags. We have, um, all but Losiah gotten away bags for presents. Um, and so we do all use away bags we're not sponsored by them or anything but if they want to they are more than happy um we are more than willing to um have a bag from them because they are lifetime so we can send them back and um yeah you know i think it's worth it in the long run if you're using a suitcase all the time so Hala and Sayana, you both do you both have the away bag that can expand? I don't. I, I have the expandable one. She does not. And Sayana, do you wish you had an expandable one? No, I love my bag. Losiah. Oh actually this is a great question. Losiah, can you hear me? Does he have a sound? Hello. Hey buddy. 
So yesterday I was I was noticing as you were dragging your luggage around the streets of Italy and they were hitting all these curbs and stuff. I said, man, I think it was in Venice. I said, um, buddy, don't you don't you think you need to get a suitcase? I mean, because Losai's suitcase is from 1927. Like this thing is like, you know, it is janky. It doesn't roll. It is barely hanging on. And when I asked you about about getting a suitcase, you were like, yeah, you know, I think I want a suitcase. But what'd you say? I, I like my birthday's coming up, but I don't want to get one for my birthday because I would rather something else right. if I already have a suitcase. Okay, we're going to talk Italy specific now. Italy fell out of the sky because I tend to like to give the family a trip. <clears throat> Last year we went to Tahoe and this year uh, with COVID kind of changing it looked like borders were opening and i was so desperately wanting to experience another culture outside of the great american culture and so i saw about mm, it's probably like four or five months ago maybe like november-ish uh tickets to italy for four hundred dollars and when i see that I just have, I get the general email for Scott's cheap flights. I don't pay for the subscription, but when I get that email, I, my ears perk up. And so then I go to Delta cause that's the airline that we fly. And I kind of play around with the dates and see if it would work for us. Half the time it doesn't, most of the time it doesn't. Um, but this time it did. And so we were actually able to, um, get tickets. Tickets were about $400. We had enough to use miles. So the kids tickets were free. Carl, we only had to buy Carlos and my tickets. And it was, uh, yeah, their Christmas gift for uh, the year, what year? Last year? 2021. So that's kind of how we do travel, especially if it's uh, out of the country. You know, we we do get to do things often through points. We use a lot of points because Carlos travels and his parents also have a timeshare. So we get to go places with that occasionally. And I know that not everyone gets that, but everyone can actually sign up. And if you have self-control, use a credit card for, say, your electrical bills and pay, you're going to pay that off every month, no matter what. And therefore, as you pay your electrical bills on the points credit card, you then can add up points and not go in debt and have free trips like us. And then, so let's get a little specific, Heather, into like what needed to happen. Now, again, we're recording this in March of 2022. So a lot of this is going to be outdated information, but if you want it now, um, you know, as we booked this trip, the regulations kind of went um, a, a little lessened uh, here in Italy. Going back. Okay. So when I booked this trip back in November, COVID, actually Omicron hadn't even come. And so COVID was actually loosening a little bit, uh, but yet we had just had a trip get canceled on us from Africa. And so we knew, and we have traveled the last year and a half with open hands, um, not putting all of our expectations in this trip because we just did not know if it would actually happen. Honestly, I cried when we all five got through customs at the Italian border because I, that's how much, um, 
doubt or hesitation I had in actually getting to go on this trip. So, um, but so many people, what are, what are the rules? What are things? I don't necessarily want to get into that here because it's daily changing and it's going to daily continue to change. So for us, we, you know, you could get into the country with your vaccination card and, or a negative COVID test to get out of the country, back into the States, same thing. So that's where it is right now. It is a little, I know there's a lot of people that are at least on my Instagram that are planning on, um, on coming to Italy. And right now you, ha- you do have to have, where do I go here? Right. Right. It says right. Okay. So yes, I know where you're going with this. So right now we did a lot when we came to Italy, we did a lot of out of the city things. So we went to the Dolomites, which as Sohail said, were these majestic mountains. We went, um, then to, um, I know I said that funny and my kids are making fun of me in the back, but that's fine. Um, uh, so then we went to Venice, which was, I guess, probably the most populated place that we went. However, we did not eat in a restaurant. And so here the key is, um, if you are not fully vaccinated and when it's fully vaccinated, they want to see a vaccination within the last six months. So you have to have two or your booster. Um, the two has to be within the last six months. So just kind of be aware of that. If you are planning to eat in restaurants, when we ate in restaurants, like in the mountains or out in the country, it was not as big of a deal, but it really did matter. There was a huge difference. Like we had one restaurant where we almost did not get to eat because our favorite restaurant. restaurant, Yeah. Cause not everyone was, had the, the booster. So that is key that you need to be aware of. You can totally eat outside at cafes. You can, you know, go into the grocery stores. For us, we had Airbnbs every place that we stayed, which is also another huge um, tip for our traveling is we love Airbnbs. It makes us feel like we are living in this country. It makes us feel like we are experiencing what life is like. We get a kitchen, which saves lots of money. We sometimes get, not all the times, but sometimes we get to do laundry, which is key to being able to, when we carry, have carry on bags to be able to do a round of laundry is huge. So those are really big, important um, aspects when we travel. Also, I will let you know that it's really important to schedule your COVID vaccine to leave and go back to America. If you're from America and you're listening to this before the day you travel back. So that was a tip that I got and it was really helpful for us. Right. So you, for right now in the requirements, you have to have a COVID test, a negative COVID test that was taken within 24 hours of your trip. And yet there's not really walk-in clinics that we found. So we had to schedule a an appointment to go through a drive-through clinic yesterday. So, And I'll, I'll just be very specific. Park and Go is a parking lot. That's it. All the major airports in Italy, all, all over Italy. And they all have drive-through COVID testing sites. So um, you could do that 24 hours before. You literally don't even get out of the car and they email you your results, which was a little bit more complicated if you saw my story uh, because I thought it was all in Italian and m- the actual email with the test results went to spam. So it was about an hour worth of stress that I didn't need to have. Um, but yeah, we're all negative, even though I don't sound like it. <laughs> Guys, getting a cold <laughs> in a different country becomes slightly more stressful, right, Sohela? <laughs> yes, and I... 
can't cough on Santa. I, I'm going to say this is how dramatic she is. On our four-hour drive from Tuscany. Tuscany to Milan, she wore her mask the entire time because she didn't want to get what I had, even though she was the one that gave it to me in the first place. Yes, Sayana was very dramatic in um, when she heard us get sick, but we all have had this little sniffly thing going around on our trip. So, anyhow, we are currently getting gas. Is there anything else you want us to talk about, babe? Yes, there is something else I'd love to talk about, which is a very relevant partner for this conversation, Athletic Greens. I started taking Athletic Greens because I was trying to work on my gut health, but then I realized that it was helping me with so much more. What is Athletic Greens? Well, it's 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, Products, adaptogens, all kinds of things. I don't even know how to pronounce, but they make me feel better. I take it every single morning. And I took the to-go packets on my trip to Italy and it 100% helped me with my jet lag. I promise you, it was like jet lag busting stuff. And so if you guys want to jump on with me and partner with Athletic Greens, you guys can get a one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs, exactly what I was using in Italy, if you head to athleticgreens.com slash human hope. That is athleticgreens.com slash human hope. All right, familia, we back. Um, and this segment is just for you. What am I talking about? Well, I'm answering your specific questions. I asked on my Instagram right before we landed, I said, um, I'm going to answer some of your current international questions on tomorrow's episode of Human Hope. International questions. Not, not like, hopefully, not just like international questions, international travel questions. <laughs> I said international questions. Hopefully you guys weren't asking me questions about like peace treaties and things like that. Um, the more international travel. So what are your current international uh, travel questions? And you guys, you guys um, gave me some. Um, Hello Jazz asks, has the language barrier ever been a problem? And, you know, I'd say, I'd say probably in countries, you know, in countries in Africa, um, like, you know, Tanzania or Uganda or Kenya, where maybe I had less access to um, cellular signal where I could translate things easier. Um, yes, I've run into some problems there, but but honestly, in Europe, you're going to find every other person, maybe every three people speak really good English. And so it, um, you know, it was not as difficult in Europe. It never really is as difficult in Europe. I will say this, when we do travel to the mountain regions and, you know, to a lot of the country regions and we're kind of in smaller towns, um, we will run more into issues with it. But gosh, I mean, man, you smile and you kind of do a charade and they'll know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. So it's a great question though. Um, uh, PK and Nori 10 asks, did you use an app to translate your Italy COVID results? If so, which one? Now, let me tell you, um, we used a, an app to translate everything and we use the Google Translate app. Now we all have iOS. I, we don't, um, 
have, you know, what's, what's the other one called? Androids. Um, but I'm sure it works exactly the same. You can download, and this is essential if you're traveling to a different country that doesn't speak English, you can download the language translation to your phone. That way you don't need signal in order for it to translate. I was caught between a rock and a hard place a few times when I was trying to translate something very important um, and it wouldn't translate. Now, the cool thing about this is that it actually works on your camera. So you open up your camera, you aim Google Translate at whatever. It could be a street sign. It could be a piece of paper. It could be Airbnb instructions that are in Italian and it translates it for you. Now, obviously it doesn't do a perfect job as you saw, some of you guys saw on the um, <laughs> on the actual um, COVID test result website, it translated um, the Q-tip into tampon. So it said that if you, if you use the tampon, you can get your results this way. And so there's a couple things that it didn't do perfectly, but it, 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 gets, it gets the gist of it. And when I'm in grocery stores, it helps out as well. So um, yeah, Google Translate is what we use. And I love that you can just point the camera and it'll like, it's just like magic. It is pretty cool. Uh, Nathan Robinson asks, can I travel with you? The answer is no. Okay, great. Next one. <laughs> Tiffany and co. Have you ever had any issues with Airbnb as a person of color? Um, that is a great question. And I, I will be honest with you and say, no, I haven't. Um, but I also am very, very careful to look at the reviews, look at the, um, the, the owner, how many reviews they've had. Um, and I'm always looking for that. And I'm always looking to see if other people of color have stayed in those Airbnbs. That's something that I would recommend that people do. Listen, I ain't trying to be somebody's guinea pig. So yeah, you know, I'm going to see if other people have done that as well. Uh, will you be sharing links? to the places you've stayed. They were so lovely. Absolutely, Lydia. I will be sharing links. Um, I have a highlight already of my Italy trip on my Instagram. So why don't you guys head there and you'll find the links as well. Our wandering intent asks, how are the masks mandates on the planes and in businesses overseas? Okay. So this is a great question. I think Heather touched on it just a little bit. Um, in Italy, and listen, Italy was was ravaged by COVID. I mean, probably one of the top countries in in Europe that just had with COVID deaths, deaths. and so they're not playing around. Um, so yeah, the mask mandates are big time over there. Uh, people are wearing them outside. People are wearing them everywhere. I mean, I, I saw like a man um, doing construction alone wearing a mask. It's just, you know, I think that's more of a statement piece than it was him trying to not catch COVID outside, but... Um, I'm, I'm just here to tell you, like, you, you got to wear a mask. Okay. There, there, there is no, like, like I'm going to be American and try to be, you know, uh, a rogue non-mask wearer. No, like wear, wear your mask when you're in Europe. It just is, it, it's what they ask you to do. So you just do it. Okay. Um, and then businesses over there, you know, on, on it's, you asked about planes as well. Yeah. I mean, planes everywhere. I mean, we're still under mask mandates as well. And I, I'm going to be honest with you when this COVID's over, I'm probably still, I'm, I'm going to be wearing my mask on a plane. There's a lot of my friends that I see from China that are wearing masks all the time. And I, I am not playing around. Like I, I have not gotten near sick traveling. Um, as I, uh, as I have this cold, uh, I will tell you that, um, 
I started to uh, to drain on the flight over there. And so I was like, oh no, like, am I coming down with something? Um, maybe I picked up and then come to find out my daughter didn't tell me she had a cold three days before we left. Um, so anyway, all that to say, man, squirrel. Uh, yeah, I will. Um, uh, you, you will be wearing masks on planes and in Europe. Um, let's see here. Okay. Do over-the-counter rapid test count as 24-hour negative tests? Uh, if you go on, and I trust Delta the most, but but Delta is going to definitely give you, I think, the uh, the standard, the gold standard as to what the test is. If you Google uh, on, and you search on Delta's website, so not necessarily Google, but search on the website, um, COVID-19 testing requirements for entry back to America, you will find everything you need to know. Now, most, you know, unless you're going to a shady place, most places near the airport are giving you COVID tests. And I'm going to say this is probably um, true anywhere in the world right now. If you get a COVID test near the airport uh, and it's, it seems like a reputable company. Okay. Ours was in a parking garage, uh, park and go. It's a huge, huge parking company uh, in Italy. And they had COVID testing sanctioned by the um, Ministry of Health in Italy. And so, like, we knew this was legit. And it cost a lot of money. I mean, I, I, I want to say it cost like 60 bucks, 60 euros per COVID test. So it was over 200 bucks to test my family. Um, but we, we got everything we needed on that piece of paper. I know what they need on the, on the results is your full name, um, doctor's signature, um, or somebody's signature. Um, the, uh, uh, either your date of birth or your passport number. And there's a couple other things, but again, if you go to Delta's website, look up their COVID-19 testing requirements to come back into America, um, you will find out all the information that you need. But again, I think that you can trust any of those, (coughs) excuse me, local, uh, places near the airport. Um, how, uh, Kendra, Asks, how old were your kids on their first overseas trip? Well, Osiah was eight days old. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, eight months old, sorry, when we flew him to America. That was his first overseas trip. Uh, but everyone, all the other kids, I think probably around four or five, we started hiking them around. Uh, we took Losiah to London when he was five or four. So, yeah. Uh, question, Teresa Blackwood, did you have to be vaccinated? Uh, right now, and again, all these restrictions are going up and down and tighter and looser. Uh, but as of right now, you can either be fully vaccinated or you can have a negative test to enter Italy. I don't know about other countries in Europe, but it seems like all the European countries are about the same. Um, how do you find the best Airbnbs worldwide? You know, with Airbnb, and this is, it's Jenny asking this question. With Airbnb, they um they really just their, their app is really good. And we are the biggest fans of reviews. I mean, if we don't, we rarely, maybe one time we booked uh, Airbnb without a bunch of reviews. If you got a bunch of reviews, you know, uh, there's going to be a couple grumpy pants in there in reviews, which is, you know, you're, it's going to be fine. Go read my one-star reviews of all my books on Amazon. You'll see what, what I'm talking about. Um, but, but yeah, we just, we really, have fallen in love with Airbnb. And like Heather said before, we just love feeling like we're living somewhere. So yeah. Um, let's see. You approach travel with such openness and curiosity. How do you avoid anxiety? 
JVTeach33 asked this question. You know, um, I just am, I think when I, you know, when God healed me in my anxiety period, I stopped having it, you know, like, I, I just think like if, because, you know, like yesterday we booked our Airbnb two hours before we showed up to it. And we've just never, we've never not had a place to stay. And so, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just feel like, you know, if you have travel anxiety, really uh, just, just pray that God would heal that because you're missing out on so much um, freedom and exploration. And I just think of how people used to travel explorers. Listen, them explorers did not have what we have. Okay. And if, if they can make it doing what they were doing and having a good time, I'm about, I'm about to have a good time and I'm not going to stress myself out. So, you know, it, we, I'm always, we're always curious. I'm always trying to learn. I'm always trying to um, really respect the culture and the people that we're around as well. That, that, um, that helps as well. Um, let's see. Is it worth all the extras? COVID tests, international sounds, uh, stressful. We haven't been abroad in 20 years. Yes, it is worth all the stress because it's not a lot. Yeah. You know, on my Instagram, like you saw, like the, the stress of the, of the COVID test. And that was stressful for an hour, but I'll take one hour out of seven days in order to experience what we experience. Um, more tips on finding great Airbnbs, reviews, reviews, reviews. And there's tons of Airbnbs, um, you know, in, in large cities as you're traveling, just tons, tons, tons. Also, here's something, here's another tip. We also love to travel, um, not in peak seasons, right? So most people are traveling to Italy in the spring and the summer. No, we're going to go in the winter. And in the winter, man, these Airbnb hosts were begging us to come. So that's another, another tip. Uh, how long did it take you to go through customs? Not long at all. Our, our flight was pretty empty. Um, let's see here, guys. Oh, man. It, again, another one. It seems so hard. I'm afraid of the unknown. Is it easier than it looks? It really is, Sue. It really is. I'm telling you, every single one of you can do this. You can travel internationally. Uh, you can immerse yourself in a culture. Um, carry cash. Carry your American Express card. <laughs> And make sure your bank knows that you're traveling and you can get anywhere. Um, it's becoming more and more accessible. You know, uh, Uber is everywhere. Airbnb is everywhere. You can use apps for so many things now. And so, yeah, I would just, again, I would tell you guys that haven't traveled internationally and you've been thinking about it, but you're scared to jump in, do it. You know, we found these tickets for 400 bucks round freaking trip, right? I can't fly to California right now for that for what I flew to Italy for. So um, how to not be a tacky American? Great question. Be very respectful to the people that you're around. Again, follow their rules and go above and beyond. Go above and beyond. Thank them. Learn some of their language, right? All I learned was grazie, ciao, say ciao twice, prego, you know, a few things um, that really helped to where I wasn't, you know, just being like, you got to learn English. You better... Just tell me somebody that speaks English. Well, that's the worst thing. Like, you know, don't assume somebody speaks English. Somebody probably does, but you know, try to try to do it their way. Uh, and I think that that that's going to help. Um, let's see here, man. You guys have a lot of questions. Maybe we'll do a whole other. Maybe I'll just actually jump on Instagram. Um, war talk. Oh yeah, a lot of people were nervous about traveling internationally with the war that was going on. Well, listen, I mean, the war only started the week before we left. And, um, you know, unless the president or 
somebody smarter than me um, was was told me not to travel. I, I was going to go. Now we landed a lot closer to the Ukraine than we are here in America. Um, but it was beautiful in Italy. We saw so many Italians with their Ukrainian flags and shirts waving them. It there was just such a sign of solidarity everywhere, all over it, Italy. It was beautiful. Uh, but no, we weren't worried. Again, I I just not I'm just not going to worry. I, that doesn't mean I'm not I'm going to be irresponsible and dumb. Uh, but no, we weren't worried about the war. Um, what is your next European travel destination? Uh, it's been a minute since I've been to London. I, 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 I have to, it used to be a thing where I'd have to go to London once a year. Um, and it's been, gosh, it's been three years. And so I need to get back. Somebody in London want to book me to come speak. I'll be there. I'm real cheap. Um, okay. Let's see. Mask wearing vaccine card. Oh, vaccine cards. Very important. <clears throat> Heather did talk about this early on the podcast, but I want to reiterate that, in Italy, and I'm I'm assuming most European countries, they are they were very adamant about three vaccines. They kept saying in the bigger cities three vaccines. So when we go into a restaurant, they wanted to see three vaccines, which to them meant two Moderna, two Pfizer, uh, and a booster. Now I had the Johnson and Johnson and a booster, so I only had two vaccines. So I would have to explain to some of them. Well, no, 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 I got Johnson and Johnson. What? But but again, they didn't understand that. So. Um, that was the first kind of issue we ran into. The second one is, um, you know, the, the fact that they wanted to see a vaccine that was within the last six months. So if someone has, was vaccinated seven months ago, but didn't have a booster, right? Um, they're not, they're not let you in. But if you did have two, your two shots, uh, but they were within six months, then they're fine. They didn't need to see the booster. That was kind of, um, the catch 22 we were finding ourselves ourselves in just in um, where were we in Florence, just in Florence. Um, most of the other places we were eating was, was countrified. Did Heather get vaccinated? I don't know. Ask her. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, any chance the testing to come home will go away? Scared of being stuck somewhere. Yeah. You know, I, I think, I think in the next months, things are going, are going to change. They're going to shift. Um, and, you know, I, I don't, again, I, I wasn't scared to get stuck in Italy. If there was a place I was going to get stuck and have to record this podcast, upload it and do some work, uh, Italy was going to be just fine. Um, I, I did have a, you know, a rising level of anxiety, I would say, you know, and rising level for me is not a lot, but thinking like, huh you have to test negative in order to come back or get a certificate, a cert- certificate of um, recovery from a doctor. And the stress was just like, Oh my gosh, like how long is it going to take to test negative with these, these rapid antigen tests or how in the world am I going to get a doctor to give me a recovery certificate? Right. Those are the things I was thinking about. I'm sure with a little bit of Googling and conversations, I would have figured it out, but that was just stuff I didn't want to think about at the time. Um, guys, those are some great questions. Thank you guys for asking them. I, uh, I, I think that that's good. I think that is the show for today. My voice, you can tell it is waning, um, from my cold that I have been getting over, but I want to thank you guys for hanging out with my family in the car today, in the car, as we were driving around the streets of Italy. It was so much fun. And um, yeah, I, just, I appreciate my family for letting pulling them into 
the podcast today. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. And that is it for this week. I am so appreciative that you guys listen. Please make sure that you rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, especially on Apple Podcasts. It really helps. Five stars if you love the show. Five stars if you only kind of like the show. That would be awesome. And make sure you share it. Share it with all your friends, um, familia. And I will see you guys on another episode next Thursday of the Human Hope Podcast. Guys, let's get jiggy with this new theme song. Let's go.